Shailas is for the Leib Parshas Yisro, of course. Tu Bishvat Abba Latova. We daven for all the Cholim of Yisrael, especially those in uh, all the uh, recent terrorist attacks in Rabbanu Shalom, should send Melitz uh, Yosha to Artsenu HaKadosha. And uh, Baruch Hashem, we're Zorcha last week to Gashmei Bracha. We should continue uh, with uh, no droughts and no issues in Klal Yisrael, especially as we reach the wonderful holiday of Tu B'Shvat. I want to dedicate the Shir Lozei Chadishmas, my wife's grandfather, Ilsa Rice, whose your site is today, our Neshama should have an Aliyah. I think the point that I will bring you is such an important point because I think it's an integral part of, uh, of what we are. And that's, of course, Marmar Harsinai. As we learn about Mamre and Har Sinai, we, it is extremely important. By the way, my, my, my uh, wife's grandmother's name is um, Ilsa Bas Avraham. So the Shema should have an Aliyah. And I think that the lesson is very, very important. Because we have this strange concept when we think about it, right? On one hand, we're like the Jews are the Nasev and Nishma Jews. Like, yeah, Nasev, that's us, Nasev and Nishma. And then when you hear the story of, well, he went to every other nation, <laughs> you know, right? And Kofar Elaine hired Gigius. Hmm, that's not a great story, right? When you, when you hear the story in kindergarten, it's great. We were the Jews, God's like Nasa, and then if you really want to research it, guess what? Shh. There's no mention of Nasa and Nishma in Parshas Yisra. There's only the words Nasa. Nasa and Nishma is actually in Parshas Mishpatah. Why is that? What's going on over here? And, okay, so on one hand, Hashem knew that the Jews would accept the Torah, so he went to the other nations knowing that they weren't going to accept it, and he went to the nation that was well-known for robbery, and what did he say to them? He said, what's in the Torah? They said, yeah, we'll accept the Torah, what's in the Torah? Robbery, oh, no, 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 right? He went to the nation known for murdering, and he said, murdering? No, 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 right? He went to the nation that was known for adultery? No, 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 we can't. And then the Jews said, well, it doesn't matter, we don't even want to see what's in it, not so much. But before that, there was a Kofar Elam Harkigigis. How do we explain that? Oh. So let's delve into, and this is uh, based on uh, some wonderful, wonderful ideas that I heard from Rav uh, Sachs, Oliver Shalom, Lord Sachs. Uh, the more and more, as his passing goes by, we think to ourselves, I, I think to myself, how much more I could have gained from his uh, amazing wisdom in Torah. And it gave me a springboard to really what, what I want to discuss today. So if we look at the first Pasuk of Nasev and Nishma, which is, of course, Nasev, the Yanu Kolam. So what happened? The Atemti Yud Belechas Goyin and Koinin Begoy Kadosh. Eglu Advar Mashatidir Bene Yisrael, Vayavo Moshe Vekarlis Kleam, Vayisimu Fonem is called Dvar Maila Shatsiva Shavisus. He put it in front of them. And what did the Jews say? The Yanu Kolam. They all sat together, Yachtov. Interesting. Kolam Yachtov. Isn't it the same thing? All the nation together, together. We're going to do everything that you asked us. So the entire people responded together. Seemingly a, a bit much, right? So that's, that's instance number one. Instance number two, still, still a NASA issue, is the following. Pusik says... Uh, That's in our Pasha. And then in Parsha's Mishpatim, it's repeated again. Listen to the Lashon again. Very similar Lashon. Pasha says, Vayavo Moshe v'yispar li'am es kol divrei es kol divrei Hashem v'yaskol ha-mishpatim v'yon lahem kol echad 
They all answered again. Ve'yanu kol ha'am, kol echad. Again, this double lashon. Ve'yamu kol dvam asher naseh, ziber, Hashem naseh. Twice this double lashon, which I need explaining. And all the entire people responded together in one voice. Naseh. And then the final Pasuk, which I know you all know, is the Pasuk of all Psukim, is the Pasuk of Nasev and Nishma, only a few Psukim later. Right? Where the Pasuk tells us, and now, Vayikach Sefer Habris, Vayikra Ba'ozmei Ha'am, Vayomra Kol Asher Diber Hashem, Nasev and Nishma. So now it's very interesting. First of all, he takes this thing called the Sefer Habris. Interesting. The Lushen of Sefer Abris is so interesting because we know we have, we have a bris. We know the bris. The covenant. That's what we have as Jews. Yes, there was a bris given earlier on. But then Avram Avinu gets the bris and the ultimate bris is what we do on, to every child at eight day old. We say the Rebosh were part of the bris and now the bris of the Torah comes. But the bris of the Torah is something very interesting. The Nasev Anishma Davka doesn't include anything about Achtos. The other psukim that I quoted you, you saw, say the words, right? Say the words, they came together, they were together, they were yachtov, yachtov, yachtov. That was the Nasa Jews. And the Nishma, the Nasa of Nishma, all of a sudden it's something separate, it's a bris, like something personal. So it explains Rabbi Sachs so beautifully that there's Sveid Dinam over here. I'm obviously embellishing what he said because uh, nobody can say it as well as, as he says it. Because then he quoted Thomas and Jefferson, and uh, I don't know, and then, I don't know, Socrates, and uh, people i never heard of before, yeah. And he says like this. He says that we are a nation, Hashem doesn't act towards us, his creatures, like a tyrant. Right? He doesn't say, do, 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 No. We do, because we want to do. But the first level of naseh is we will do, that's the halachas. That's the simple reading of the Torah. There are ten commandments. We know the ten commandments are blueprints for the 613 mitzvahs. And then from the 613 mitzvahs, they are a father blueprint for the greater scheme of all the halachas that we have, which was, if not hundreds of thousands, millions of things that we have to follow. That's NASA. And that we all do together. Now, there are nuances within that. This morning, uh, a kid walked into shul and he said, um, And I looked right away and I realized that, like, we're Ashkenazi. You know, he's like, he could understand where he davening was going. What's going on over here? Because when are you going to get to. He was scared that he was davening because we were in the middle of Sukkot Zimmer and he's like, What's, What are you guys doing? We, you know, we sing everything. What are you doing? But Nas says, basically, we all put filling on. We, we might put our fingers on differently, and we might uh, go this way or that way, right? Or, yeah. But we all put filling on. All our filling are black. Okay? We basically follow the same halachas. Within reason, here and there, you stand for Kiddush, I stand, I sit for Kiddush, okay, fine. That's Ba'achtas. That's a nation. The moment that the nation says, there are people in the nation saying, no, 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 we want to do it this way. Okay, that's called reform, conservative. It is. That's, what, that, that, that's not Moshe Messina. So what is Nasev, what is the Nishma over here? What's the Nasev and Nishma that doesn't talk about Achtos? That's the individual. 
God says, I'm not a tyrant. I don't want you just to do the halachas and be robots. You're not robots. What are you? Ah, says the Rabbanu Shalom. You know who you are? You're individuals. You have to follow the rubric of halacha. Right? We said before, halacha comes from the word halicha solo. We say this every morning. Halicha solo. The way we, we have to know the way that we walk. We want, we want God to be on our mind every day, every moment, so that when we're in the business world, when we make a bracha, we think about God. When we tie our shoes, we think about God. We go to the bathroom, we think about God. And yes, when that contract comes, we say, wait a minute. We think about God. I say, there's ribbus in the contract. There's gnevis das in the contract. There's chiras poilim, not according to halacha. Whatever. God wants us to be individuals. Therefore, the Nasev and Ishma Pasuk is not, is not the same. So as Rabbi Sachs was saying this, it reminded me of something we may, we may have said here. I, I certainly say it a lot of times, but I heard it in a very different way for the first time this year, and it's very surprising who I heard it from. It was uh, Rabbi Sobolovsky, my Rebbe. I never heard the story told this way. He says like this, guys, Focus. So he says... He said that? Yeah. So he says... So he says that Rav Simcha Wasman, the son of the famous, famed Elchanan Wasman, was in the community for Shabbos, was in his community for Shabbos. And he said, you know, I once went on a walk with my father. And he told me the following thing. And what he told him is one of the most famous, if I would call it, layman pieces of, of Rav Elchanan Wasman. At the end, when in, in, in Kuntras in the back, Kuntras Soifrim, and he defines the following thing. This is what he told his son. You know how Moshe Rabbeinu on Har Sinai taught all the Torah and our parsha. It's fine and dandy, but there was almost a second Torah that was taught, and that's the Nasev Nishma part. This is not Rav Chaimanson didn't say Nasev Nishma. I'm saying it now, but he said there's there's a second Torah, and it's called Rotzon Hakadosh Baruch Rotzon Hashem. Rabbi Sachs spoke about this. I spoke about it. Intuitive. An indiv- that's an individual thing. The halachas we all follow. But to be a perfect Jew is to have the intuition of what the Rabbanu Shalom wants from us. What is Rabbanu Hashem at this moment? Even if it interferes with halacha. Even if it says, no, you cannot go to Minyan right now. Your wife is crying? She can't deal with the baby? And you're going to go off to Minyan? Like, what's wrong with you? I just heard this a few weeks ago in a question and answer. In Gush, of Aaron Lichtenstein and his wife. I can imagine. The, you know, she got a lot, of, a lot of FaceTime because people wanted to ask questions about her, her father, the Rav. And they were talking about life and so on and so forth. And they were talking about marriage, whatever. And the Rebison says, you know, my husband is such a good husband and father that sometimes when he knew how difficult it was dealing with the kids, he would go to the later minion rather than upset me and go early when things were going crazy in the house. And Ravarin Lichasin, being an ish MS, couldn't, couldn't handle it. And he said, that's not true. I didn't go to minion that day. She, she was embarrassed to say her husband's going to minion. What would you think of the Rosh Shiva? He said, no, I didn't go to minion. It's okay. I didn't go to Minyan that day. That was Ratzon HaKadosh Baruch at this moment. The boy said, we went through all of COVID. (laughs) 
it's hard to say. There was a, there was a time where the Bono Shalom said, no, 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 no. I'd rather you not dive in a minute rather than kill people. I remember right in the beginning, I thought this guy was crazy. There's a famous story about a doctor that walked into a shul in Queens where uh, Bergen County had already been closed down. They weren't davening in Bergen County and certain shuls in the five towns. And he walked in and he says, what if I were to tell you the following thing? There's 50 people in shul right now. I guarantee you, by you davening here together, one of you will die in the next year, in the next month, two months. Would you still daven together? Everybody was like, no. He's like, I guarantee you that's what's going to happen. They thought it was crazy. It was the beginning of COVID. Ratzon Hashem is what, what's appropriate. I love Rabbi Seleska's great analogy. You get married. And you start your apartment the first night. You realize, hey, sweetie pie, lovey, lovey, honeydew. Do you mind taking the garbage out? He's like, yes. I've been waiting for this my whole life. Hitting the and the and the Kaya Mitzvah, Simchas A day later, he's sitting down for dinner and he's like, I'm going to go learn. I go, oh, so before you go learn, sweetie pie, honey bunny, honey bunches of oat squares, do you mind, can you take out, can you take out the garbage? Oh, yes, of course I'll take out the garbage. Right? He says, wait, let me put my gartel on, you know, I'm going to go to the mikvah first, hitting the mukha, and this goes on, are we in? And then guess what? Two weeks later, three garbages are by the door. She's like, honey, no oat squares, no bunny, no nothing. Do, do you not see the guy? Can I put it any closer to the door that you won't trip over it? Like, I'm sorry, you didn't tell me. What does she say? Do I have to tell you? We say this to our kids a lot of times. Seriously? I had to tell you that's the way you should act? It's almost when the, when the uh, construction guy comes to the house and it's raining in the new room that I have. Oh, you wanted it without leaks? I, I didn't know. I didn't know. I thought what I, I thought. I thought you wanted the cheap. The, you wanted windows that don't. Oh, I didn't know. Okay. Intuition. What is the? What is the? What is the? What, that's the rebbeinu What is the rebbeinu want me? And maybe that's the nasef in Ishmael. And maybe that will explain back in our story of Kofar Aleim Hartigigis. Says Rebbe Moir of Aaron Salavechik. Such a beautiful idea. How is it consistent? If he went to each nation, he went to each nation and he asked them. And they all said, no, 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 no. They went to the Jews and they said yes, but he had to put a a mountain on top of their head for them to say yes, and then they didn't say yes. And I would imagine if he went to the other guy and he put a a mountain over there, and he said, Ah, Rav Aaron says, no, 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 that's not what happened. And maybe it's this Nasev and Ishma moment. The halachas? Sure. They were nervous about future generations. I believe the children of the future, Shkoyech. But... They didn't see Kolos Favrakim. They didn't see the Nisim of the of Kriyas Yamsuf from last week's parasha, parasha's Beshalach. I don't know if you even remember Kriyas Yamsuf from last week's parasha. All the Nisim of But I think maybe we could add on to Ravar and say, they said, how am I going to teach Razan Adairah? I can teach my kids halachas. By the way, even within within. The non-Jewish nations, they have halachas. There is intuition within the Gaish nations as well. This is not something you should do. Bilam realized this. There was something wrong here. This isn't the right. Don't curse the Jewish people. Maybe that was the idea. 
But he said, That's not so easy. To teach Rachel, I can't explain. I saw Rachel Hashem. Rachel Hashem is so easy because I see the Rabbanu Shalom. I heard the first dibra from the Rabbanu Shalom. That's hard. We in life have this difficulty of living this life of being able to believe in ourselves and saying, I'm doing Rachel Hashem now, even if it's not the easiest thing. To follow the halachas, guys, I think is an easy thing. Because everybody does that. You have a kids of Shulchan Aruch, you have a Chay Adam, you have a Mishnah Baruch, okay. But to have a hergish, a feeling, wow, but this is right. This is what the Rabbonu Shalom want. That's Nasev and Ishma, that's hard. That's not Ba'achdos, because everybody has their own level. There are some people, I know you'll be surprised, probably more Shalalf guys, who woke up this morning and said, wow, Hashem loves me. Look how dark it is outside. He's literally telling me, stay, stay in bed. Stay in bed. Right? This is one of those mornings. I hate to say this. You want to be like your wife. My wife. Right? You come back from shul and she's like, ah, I can't get out of bed. It's like the perfect morning. Again, this is after she woke up, woke up with the kids and gave them breakfast. She did everything, but she went back. She goes, this is like the perfect day to just sleep all day. And you have another person who looks at this. Ah, that's not the Rasul Hashem. It's a challenge. He wants me to recognize that it hasn't rained in our Israel in weeks and I'm going to get called done and say a brachana. And that's what comes to the very interesting holiday of Baalena Latova of Tubishra. What a strange holiday, excuse me for saying, if I may. In the middle of the winter, when I actually see no fruit blooming, I see no, right, we, we like to make a song about the Shkedia Parachas, because there's, there's one tree you can see, ah, things are going to get better. But in the middle of the winter, when it's rainy and it's cold, and, it, and what happens? I don't know what happens. Tubishvat? Now it's true, Be'er HaToyra, this week's, the Be'er HaToyra was actually taught in Parshas, in the, in the Parsha. Right? It happened. The Be'er HaToyra happened in, uh, the Torah was taught on Shvat. Some want to say Svarim HaKadoshim. It had to be Tubishvat. That's when he told the Torah over. It's a special day. Fine. Okay. What's unique about Tubishvat? I'll give you the following story. I just heard this great story. There's a Jew, I'm going, to make a, I'm, going to, I'm going to make it a little bit more interesting. There's a Jew who has to move to China for work. I'm going to say he's a mashkiach. Yeah, he works for the OU. Yeah, okay. He's working on the you know, Chinese uh, noodles. I don't know, you know, whatever. Ramen noodles or uh, whatever it is. But that amazingly healthy thing. Okay. So he moves in next door to this guy and he sees that every morning this guy, early in the morning, takes a bucket of water and has a patch of dirt, mud, and pours it on it. goes inside every day. He says, I got to ask you a question. What's going on? And he says, oh, um, I, I, I planted a bamboo tree. I said, oh, okay. And he sees him do this every day and nothing, <laughs> for a year. Nothing, the funniest guy in the world. So finally, Baruch Hashem, he's able to leave, spend time with family, so on and so forth. And he comes back after five years Meaning he's, he's, this has been doing, going on for five years. And he sees this gorgeous, huge bamboo tree. And he knocks on the guy and says, you remember me? Yeah. He says, when did this happen? He said, the week that you left, this happened. He says, look up bamboo tree. This is what happens. You have to feed it with water, 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 and all you see is dirt. And in one day, boom, it sprouts up six feet. That's too much fun. 
We look outside and we say to ourselves, oh, so annoying, this rain is so annoying. I guarantee you, farmers are not saying that this morning. They're saying, oh my God, this is amazing. Thank God, finally. I've been, I've been, I've been saying, it's great for me. Why is it great for you now? Because the future. Because in six months from now, you're going to have delicious grapes and strawberries and cherries. And it's all because of the rain that you died before. But you don't see it now. Now it's annoying. Now it's raining outside. Now, unfortunately, they put me in this wonderful classroom that happens to be outside of Leva Torah and I have to walk a little bit. And, ah, so that's annoying for me. I'm sorry. Tubishra reminds us us in the middle of the winter. This is the time that the, the, the right you're supposed to daven for an esrogan. This is the time. That's children. We plant the seeds in the tribe. We don't know what's going to be. We do kirov. We plant. We don't know what's going to be. You're a rabbi and a yeshiva. You don't know what's going to be. And then sometimes you get lucky and you 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 see a student and he says to me, "Oh, rabbi, you changed my. I never had this. You changed my life." I have a Rebbe, you know, I'm, I'm not Jewish because of that. <laughs> That's too bishvah. That's the Nasa Venishma. We struggle to treat our children and to see the Peiris, the famous story of Rav Choni Amagel, right? Marantanas, I think. With the, with the carob tree. Why? He says, oh, it's only six years or so. Why, why you... He uh, says, because my children will have carobs. My children will have fruit. My children will be able to eat. Yeah, that's why you're doing this. Sometimes I'm teaching a really annoying class, a sheer, not yours, chas v'shalom. And there are half the guys in the cast are sleeping, the other half are on their phones, the other half are going out every two seconds of class. And you're like, why am I teaching this class? Why am I wasting my time? It's for the money? No, it's not. For the coke? Oh, yeah, maybe. Why? I'll tell you why. Because I believe the children are the future. Because I know that there's a future here. I don't, as you know, I don't just teach halachas. Hopefully I teach Rosh and Matayur. What does Hashem want? And that may reach the next generation. When I used to give a shear in Bergenfield, the first few weeks, it was terrible. It was like 10 people, a bunch of sleepers. I had a bunch of snorers, which is the worst when you give a shear. It was bobbing for apples with his head. So... One of the sheer goers who, who really was upset about this, and who was up the whole time, he said to me, you got to kick this guy out. It was one particular guy, like, literally, like, I felt, I wanted to buy him a pillow, like, he was so comfortable. <sighs> yeah. And then he would do this thing where he pretend, you know, the pretend like we're listening. <sighs> and I go back to sleep. <laughs> so I told him the story, and I said to him, I'm not teaching him. I'm teaching his children. So what do you mean? I said, his children right now Think, mistakenly, think that he's learning Torah. They ask their mommy and daddies, Where, where's Abba? And you know what the answer isn't? Oh, what do you mean? It's Tuesday night. It's this poker game. Oh, you know what? It's Tuesday night. He went to fantasy football with his friends. The answer the wife gives is, you know what? Abba went for a shear. Now, the fact that he's not listening, the kids are like, what? what is that? And they go to Google and they put in shear and it, and they're like, I want to be like my dad. I love this. I think we miss Mencha. And um, it's pretty amazing. So, Rabbi say that's Tu Bishra. 
belief in yourselves, belief in the future, belief in Nasev and Nishma. We should be zeicher that with the brachas of Geshem and the brachas of Gashmias, of Geshem is Gashmias, we should be zeicher to fulfill the will of the Rabbanu Shalom. Be as goyal tzedek from the hair of the Amenu. Amen. Amen.